I promise you there is no harm in posing the question, did I make the right decision? I believe that so many people within this family dynamic come to this crossroad. But what is important is the follow through. We have to ask, what does our foundation consist of? And then we follow that up with, can we work together to make this right? I believe these steps are crucial in figuring whether you made the right decision or if you haven't. Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. Hello, 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 everybody. I feel like it's been so long and it hasn't. (laughs) It's been literally two weeks. I'm liking this pace. I hope that you guys are appreciating it as well. It allows for a little bit of anticipation as well as consistency. Consistency is of utmost importance, but I'm happy to be speaking to you guys again. I know that all of our topics essentially are intimate. They are close to the heart. They are personal. And that's because real change tends to happen when we keep it real. And I want to stay in that lane as we address a question that I feel is asked all of the time. That being, did I make the right decision? And we are constantly asking this question. It applies to all areas of life. When I used to go to the gym and I'm not feeling it, I'm like, hey, did I make the right decision? I'm mid-workout, not feeling it. Did I make the right decision? You go to a specific restaurant and you want something good. You want top-notch quality and you can see the cooks in the back and the lack of passion in their eyebrows. And you're like, dang, (laughs) like they're not They're not in it the way that I'm in it. Did I make the right decision? And if this applies to these little aspects as far as significance of our lives, then the blended family is almost guaranteed to receive such a question. And it's not like there is a specific phase that this question is assigned to. You may be dating cohabitating, meaning you're not married, but you live together. Maybe you are married. Maybe you are recently divorced or separated. You can pose that same question at any of those phases. And there are countless reasons that may inspire this question because there seems to be countless challenges and surprises that may present themselves out of thin air. And then all of a sudden, with this new information, we're having to redial our understanding of what it means to do the blended family, what my role consists of, what I can expect from those that I'm attempting to have an intimate relationship with, as well as the outliers that influence you, your partner, your family, etc. And as I'm saying all of this, maybe you have a very peaceful situation. Everything is in its right place. 
and functioning as expected, that is amazing. Our, our hope essentially is to get to that point where things have established some form of normalcy. We can expect, our kids can expect, there is respect among all parties involved, and it's just this amazing, thriving situation. But please know and celebrate the fact that you are kind of an anomaly. The guy that you're actually listening to right now, me, I cannot relate to you. And yes, there may be stints of peace that are amazing that I feel I try and maximize. I actually may get too relaxed, to be honest. I'm just like, okay, cool. Expectation. That's awesome. And then all of a sudden, my 13 year old is given a cell phone and I had we had no idea. No, you know what I mean? There are just things that kind of come out of nowhere and don't necessarily make sense. It comes with the territory. It builds character and we can still maximize whatever our circumstance consists of, despite all of these surprises or sources of resistance. But I also have to consider the attempts that are made at a blended family that just don't work out. As I've mentioned, I am associated with or a part of several blended family groups, and it breaks my heart when I hear about, hey, my marriage, it's a wrap, or my relationship is splitting, and it's these people that are mourning the fact that they have entered these phases, and they've committed, and they wanted to give it a go, and they thought it would work out, and then they're all of a sudden having to ask, did I make the right decision? And based on the survival rate at attempts at a blended family, as well as those that are cohabitating, there are so many people walking away from these situations that have had to conclude that they did not make the right decision based on how their relationship or their attempt at family turned out. And I'll speak on my personal experience a little later, but even I had to ask this question, like, did I make the right decision? And I'd consider our process of blending an overall success. I feel like we are a healthy family. So this isn't even a question that is foreign to those that are experiencing a desired outcome. So you can imagine the frequency with which this question is being asked in the situations that aren't necessarily desirable. We end up in situations that we did not see coming, like a partner manifesting into a totally different individual that looks nothing like the person that you were initially interested in. And sure, maybe you have the googly eyes, so you miss some of those red flags along the way, but People are capable of suppressing certain aspects of their person or they've straight up been lying to you and they've been pretty good at it. And you find yourself now in a tricky situation or maybe a partner's kids are overwhelming. Maybe an ex is several handfuls, not just a handful. They are. We need more hands on deck to handle this individual or maybe your kids are having a hard time adjusting to where the family is headed. And you can't decipher whether this is part of the process that people go through to get to that point of success, 
or if they are giving off the true vibes of the situation, hinting toward this not being something that will work out. Or maybe you're simply just allergic to cats and the person you want to be with is some type of cat hoarder, like a tamer of felines. (laughs) And it just now you're asking, like, did I make the right decision? Did like, was this a good move on my part? And while that may be a short list of reasons, that is the reality of some people. Even that last one, as far as the whole cat thing, like, hey, like some some I've seen some cat ladies that come off as normal initially, you know, <laughs> like while they're at Walmart. Oh, hey, you seem like a nice person. They got seven cats at home, dude. It changes things. It changes everything, especially for me. I'm allergic. This is a this is a sore spot. But seriously, there are so many people that end up in such scenarios and they're having to ask, like, did I make the right decision after taking such significant strides solely for the sake of making this work, despite all of the challenges that have presented themselves? And hear me when I say I don't believe that this is a bad question. I'd actually consider it a sign of health when you're all of a sudden responding to something. You may not know what the stimuli is, but something in your environment, whether external or internal, is suggesting that something may be off. So we have to reassess the situation. And obviously, it's much more convenient to pose such a question with fewer commitments. So while you're dating, and you are paying attention and you see these flags or just some of these issues that present themselves, these sources of discomfort. And you're like, all right, am I making the right moves? Am I headed in the right direction? There are so many people that wish that they did that early and often. It's another thing when you are several years into marriage in the blended process and you're all of a sudden like, wait, like your eyes have opened And you're like, dude, did I make the right decision? That is obviously the same question, but it is being posed in two entirely different ways. The former may seem a little inconvenient or frustrating or discouraging because you want this thing to work out. And the latter seems like it has the weight of the world on it. Either way, in order to answer The question of did I make the right decision? I feel that there are two questions that we can pose to move us toward the right conclusion. And I know it is so much more complicated oftentimes than what I'm proposing. But all I want to do right now is give some very basic baby steps that, again, will help you move toward your conclusion. I can tell you firsthand that it helped me come to my conclusion. And from there, I had a starting point that would allow me to work toward the desired outcome, that being my family today, the one that I have right now. So for starters, the first question I would suggest asking is what is our relationship founded on? What is it founded on? And that's the perfect starting point, because as we all know, foundation is crucial. Like if you're like me, you live in the city and these buildings are staying up 
primarily as a result of foundation, not just the structure throughout the building. All that is essential. However, the foundation has to be right or it means nothing. Absent of a good foundation, those buildings, our homes are essentially disasters waiting to happen. So reconsidering the foundation of your relationship is crucial. And by foundation, oftentimes that is established within the origin of our relationship. So what did the beginning of our relationship consist of? And I believe there are several questions that we can ask to paint the picture of what the origin of our relationship consisted of. And some of those are what were our motives as we approached our relationship. And I feel like (laughs) I know I'm a buzzkill. I take the fun and all the glitter out of the relationship process. But this stuff is super important. Fortunately, I can look back and identify my motives as well as Margot's motives as we approached our relationship. On our very first date, we stated we are not interested in dating around the next person we're in a relationship with. We want to marry. That was our clear cut motive. Did you have clarity concerning both motives before or as you started the relationship or were you guys just kind of hanging out and things were happening at whatever rate seemed right. I don't think that there's anything absolutely wrong with that, but it does leave one party, if not both, to have two totally different sets of expectations and timelines for the relationship. And this is one of those things that we can get away with when we are just single adults interested in somebody. It becomes a totally different situation when we have children present and ex present. Now our lack of motives threatens what is already in place. So I feel getting clarity concerning your motives is really important in order to get a little bit of an understanding of your foundation. And another question I'd ask is, what did our friend group consist of? And this may seem like another insignificant one, but it's important. You may have even established an entirely different friend group like you guys don't even hang out with the same people anymore. But I feel it's essential to revisit the influence that that friend group likely had on yourself as well as your partner that can provide information as to how time was spent, what the interests were within that group. And a lot of those things, especially early in our development, they can kind of stain our person. And I don't mean stain in a negative way necessarily, but those things can become attached into our thinking and functioning. So if your spouse was spending time in charities, you want to know that if your spouse was spending time or with friends doing drugs and just chilling, you want to know that if your partner spent all of his or her time part of some type of math club, you want to know that like these are things that are likely to some degree still associated with their person. And I feel this is especially pertinent if the friend group has consisted since the origin of your relationship to this point. 
Another question you can pose to find out the foundation. How did we meet? Did we meet in the library or did we meet in the club? You know, <laughs> like those are just those are very different scenarios. I, I, I'm so glad I didn't meet my wife in a club. Jeez Louise. It wouldn't have worked. We'd be a mess. and It'd be a wrap. It's just not possible. Another question. What did our conversations consist of? What were you talking about? Like just purely getting to know each other? Nothing. Were you aspiring toward things? And I know you can't recall every single topic that was addressed. But again, these are things that you can look back and, and think it's possible that this is where his or her mind was at the time. For instance, some people are simply talking about their ex and complaining about their ex. And then all of a sudden there's this other individual that wants to save them. Like they recognize the frustration, the savior complex in them kicks in and they want to be in relationship with this individual and they, they want to help them. They want to be of support, but the origin of their conversations was essentially founded on a lot of frustration and negativity about their situation. And again, this may not be your story, but it is somebody's. Another question you can ask and an important one. How soon did we start having sex? And if I'm being honest, this is such a detriment to the blended family. As far as how soon and how frequently people give their bodies to one another, sex is so much more intimate than a physical connection. You establish a soul tie with this person like you are connected with them in ways beyond your understanding. You want to know the best way to become blind and naive to red flags? Have sex. Seriously, our ability all of a sudden to make logical choices is now threatened. It's been hindered because we've connected in a way that we likely shouldn't have. It was too soon. I didn't really know this person yet. And if I'm being honest, and this could hit a sore spot for some people, if it's you know that I love you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. But the marriages that may be falling apart years down the line because you're surprised by the character of your spouse. It is not definitive, but it is possible that we can look back to how soon we started engaging in sex and get a better understanding of why you may have missed some of the signals that were clearly presenting themselves. Or maybe we weren't even dating long enough for some of those signals to surface. So you didn't even really know that guy or that girl yet. You handed over to them a piece of your mind, will and emotions. And I know some people are like, well, I need to know if the sex is going to be good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sure who I'm mocking, but this is how they sound in my head. I need to know if the sex is good before we commit to one another. But my thing is, sex isn't so good when your family's falling apart, straight up. All of a sudden, sex is not the priority that it once was. And if I can be honest with you, my wife and I were not perfect toward the tail end of our courtship. Unfortunately, we compromised our morals and the expectation that we had to remain pure up until our marriage day. And sure, sure, we may have justified our actions because we didn't go all the way necessarily, but 
it was enough to cloud our vision. And I believe some of the frustrations that we experienced early in marriage were a result of that. There are some things that we could have hashed out or better understood going into marriage, but we had the googly eyes on. We were enticed in ways that we didn't need to be for our bond to be strong. So figuring how soon you may have had sex in your relationship is super important. And another question, last one being, where were the kids in all of this? What stake did they have in the origins of our relationship? What amount of influence, if any, did they have concerning our decision making? And I'll recite what I believe to be the order of priority as we engage this relationship. First, it's the child. They are everyone's biggest priority. While dating or courting, all decisions and actions, I believe, should go through the filter of children first. And then it's ourselves as a priority. We have to serve and protect ourselves during this process. And then the priority is our relationship. That is third on that tier. We find ourselves in trouble when we start to switch that tier around. Like our desires, if they are of utmost importance, there may come a time where you are just so enticed by the idea of being in a relationship again that you'll compromise your morality. And if your morality is compromised, then your child is under threat. And don't get me started on if the relationship is number one in your life now, then everybody's in trouble. And as I've stated before, I do believe on the other side of marriage, the tears change, but that's if we've been faithful during our courtship to keep our priorities in order. So I believe the collection of those questions, and there may be others, um, will illustrate what our relationship is founded on. You'll have a better picture of the origin of your relationship, because if your origin isn't right, if you got off on the wrong foot at the wrong pace, that's possibly contributing toward your posing of the question, did I make the right decision? And I believe the second very important question that we should answer in order to draw closer to our desired or whatever the preferred outcome is, would be, can we work together to make it right? And that's a big question. The key word being together. There may be times or periods of time where one person can be a bit more gung-ho about functioning as a remedy for your relationship, but it doesn't last very long. We get gassed out. We might take turns here and there, but ultimately we have to be taking a portion of the load together in order to make this work. Most of us are familiar with being in a relationship where we feel like we are carrying dead weight, like we are just getting no support. We aren't getting any help on the other end. And it's one of the worst feelings ever. But I couldn't imagine the dread and frustration of being in a family and your spouse or your partner is essentially functioning as some form of lifeless weight. They're just not willing to contribute toward the essential components of your relationship in order to make it work. 
Maybe they don't see it necessary or they're content with how things are, but things are clearly not functioning at their highest potential. And you obviously don't have to wait till you're on the brink of divorce to ask this question. I personally suggest asking way beforehand, like if there is a child that's not feeling like they get the same grace from their stepmom that their stepmom gives their biological son or daughter. Can you guys work together to make that right or not seeing eye to eye concerning finances? Can we work together to make it right? And this is oftentimes an extensive process that could potentially take years to remedy. But it's important to ask the question and then work toward making it right. There are so many families where a spouse is hesitant to bring an issue to the surface because they're afraid that it'll cause frustration, tension and things to fall apart. So years go by of silence and just accepting this thing that should not be accepted. But the mouth is kept shut because they're very aware that in this moment they can't make it work. And although that may maintain some fabricated peace, what do you think that does to your family over time? What do you think that does to you personally? I personally believe that no area should remain untouched to our significant other. They should have full access to whatever our lives consist of. Like they should have a hand in it. Maybe they don't, they don't make rules or dictate things, but just having a hand and working together as a team to make things right, to make the things function again at their highest potential is super important. But when there are areas that remain untouched, no, you can't talk to me about my child I will not talk to you about yours or you're super hands off with my ex. I handle this alone. Like these are just things that further complicate the situation and they can cause a ton of underlying frustration that will impact the relationship as well as the family as a whole. So if you're asking, did I make the right decision? And then to follow up, you're asking, can we work together to make it right? And the answer is no. You are closer to answering that former question as far as did you make the right decision? I, I strongly believe that we have to be able to work together in order to make family work. So I did hint toward the fact that I'd bring up my personal experience concerning answering the question of did I make the right decision? I've definitely posed that and I did so on the other side of marriage. I believe I could have been a year or two in and I didn't truly know how much I didn't like the presence of another man, an ex and another family that impacted and influenced my children, my family and myself. Essentially, I became more territorial on the other side of marriage and I felt people impeding on my territory. So it was really messing me up and realizing the permanence of our family dynamic. It was tough for me. It fed into all of my insecurities concerning my personal value and being the good guy that just puts up with whatever is thrown his way. In short, guys, I was having a rough time and I asked like, dude, wait, did I did I make the right decision? And you know how I answered that question, people? 
I asked myself, what is our relationship founded on? And I went down the list of questions I suggested for you guys to ask, like, what were our motives? They were clear. We were trying to get married. What did our friend group consist of? Solid, decent individuals, still part of our life. Healthy people. Where did we meet? We met at church. It doesn't get much better, people. (laughs) It doesn't. It's a solid situation. What did our conversations consist of? A lot of connecting, a lot of bonding, but we were concerned with matters of our future, things that were really important to us, a ton of fun, but we talked about things of significance. How soon did we start having sex? Again, as I mentioned, we stumbled, we messed up, we weren't perfect in the area. Um, It was a tail end of our courtship. And as I mentioned before, that likely contributed to some of the things that I was experiencing in this season. And then where was the child in all this? She was at the very forefront. She was the initial filter. She remained that way. So like foundation, pretty solid. And then came the hard part asking, can we work together to make it right? And it's not necessarily that question. That was an easy yes. Yes, we can work through this. It was more so the question that exists behind that one. Am I willing to deal with the growing pains and the stretching that will be required on my end to get to a point of health for my marriage, for myself, for my family? In short, are you ready to for this to hurt a little bit? This is not going to feel super good, but are you willing to go through it to achieve that desired outcome, what you see for your family? And I thank God that I said yes. And I'm also grateful for his provision through this process because I could not have done it on my own. I did not have the strength, the ability, the knowledge, the endurance necessary for me to get to the point that I am now. And I won't have the endurance, the strength and everything else that I'm going to need to arrive at a point 10 years from now, to be honest. He has made all of the difference. So if you're asking this question, did I make the right decision? Address your foundation, revisit it. What is the origin of your relationship? And ask yourself, can we work together to make it right? If you do not conclude these things, then you will be straddling the fence, waiting for something super obvious and blaringly apparent to happen. But before the explosion transpires, you will be getting hurt. The person that you're in a relationship will also be getting hurt. And most importantly, the children present will be getting hurt. So be real with yourself and exercise your due diligence If you're posing that question, for those of you listening, I hope this serves you in some capacity. If you know somebody that is in the midst of this, on the other side of it, or maybe going into it, share this episode. This could save so many families and so much potential heartache. I strongly believe that. You guys are incredible. I will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Peace.
Thanks for tuning in. I hope you heard something throughout the episode that could make all the difference. Please take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that blended goodness. Episodes are up and running on the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.